0: Welcome to the Giorgio Says Podcast, filling the tea with Giorgio Takanakis. If you love to keep up to date with all the latest pop culture news and celebrity gossip, then this is the podcast for you. Now, Now. please welcome your welcome your host, Giorgio
1: Takanakis. All right, welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Giorgio Says the Podcast. Today, I have a special, special guest, the real friends of WeHo, breakout star, Joey Zazig. Joey Zazig. Hi,
2: boo. That's it. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be
1: here. I'm excited you uh, had time to fit me in. You've been busy promoting the show. Um, And right before we started, I was actually asking you, because I saw you on Jeff Lewis Live. And um, which was hilarious. But like, how was that experience, by the way? Because I I watched it even with the breaks, you know. So it's very like a fly on the wall for your experience. I mean, I forgot that like during the breaks it's recording still, and
2: people can still see that and listen. So I was like, oh, I had to be like mind my p's and q's. But it was like a dream come true. I loved being a part of it, and um, you know, he's a fan of the show now. So like, he it was cool. We have mutual friends, and Jen was actually there who. Was kind of the one that stirred the pot at the engagement party because he's best friends with her. So, it was um, it was very fun. And it was like you know, last from the
0: past.
1: No, it looked like a really fun episode. He's he's great. I love his show anyway because he's just so re- like he's real, like wrong or right. Like the apology that he gave. Um, what's his name for like chewing him out the night?
0: Oh my god, I felt. <laughs> but I so love that bad. about it.
1: I did too. I was like, damn. But so what are you doing right now? What did you just put on?
2: Oh, I just put on a little serum. It's like this recovery. Thing. Girl, I've been doing a lot of press, so I'm just trying to get the skin right. So I'm doing like a gua sha moment.
1: No, but it's so got, necessary like, when you're doing all the press. Yeah, it's and like on camera all the time.
2: So I'm just trying to like, you know, lift and tone and drain the lamps.
1: It's so important to do that. People don't even know what a difference that makes when you just do that in the morning it really makes a huge difference. I'm trying to like diet, you know, people, it, it's like, you got to just
2: take care of yourself as much as you can because life is too short. You got to look your best.
1: Totally. So getting into that, actually, I wanted to talk to you about you're obviously an influencer and yes. you, your content is really about lifting others up. Like, but, I feel like maybe some of that is also like, are you saying it to your, is it like your mantra and you're just sharing it? Cause like, it still resonates with people because there's always like, the, and TikTok's good in that way. Like for some reason, someone might be having like an off day and then, you know, your video will pop up and it'll be the weirdest thing, but it's like, I don't know why, but it's like, this literally just came to me on purpose.
2: People say that to me all the time, like, oh my God, you're FY- like you you popped up on my FYP at the perfect time. And it's like, literally the videos that I do are just things that I might have to tell myself to like get my ass out of bed in the morning. Like we all have those days where like, what am I doing with my like life? Like what is next? And you have to kind of snap yourself out of it. And that's what I attest a lot of my success to is just kind of like, you know, in a way faking it till so you make it, but just like shifting your mindset. So I love sharing that with other people too.
1: Yeah, I'm really digging this whole um, I'm so lucky mindset. Have you heard of it? Like the whole mantra of like, I'm what so lucky everything it? works out for me. Thank you. Um, it's wild. I just like been doing it for the last two weeks and I made my partner start doing it because I like want to see if I'm just, because I'm into that. Like I'm very spiritual, open. Like I love you all that. You have to be, too. It's the best. But Through the pandemic, I really dug in deep because obviously there was nothing else to do. And so I had to like stare at myself and be like, why do I not like you? And then unpack all this stuff, right? So, but nonetheless, like the mindset to your point is so important. Like if you wake up in a bad mood and you don't shift out of it quickly, the rest of your day and week will literally be in the dumpster.
2: A hundred percent. And you know, like you said just a second ago, looking in the mirror and also like for me seeing yourself on tv is also another wake-up call where you're like wait you know i don't think anyone's gonna ever look maybe unless you're like a narcissist gonna look at themselves on tv and be like oh my god i love that person like there's definitely things you know i've only seen two episodes just like everybody else so far so there's things that are a little daunting about myself that i'm like wow that's okay maybe that can change a little bit but nonetheless i i still use the same mantras that i've been using and like you know, the I'm so lucky thing is something I've been doing forever and it's really helped me. And that's kind of the same thing as shifting your mindset.
1: Yeah, it totally works. Like, I don't I don't even care. Like, it really I really does. does. Like, there's it just really no does. way some stuff that's like some stuff that normally I know, like subconsciously would be a negative thing. Would just be like it was like easy breezy super duper helpful and i always made sure like if someone was super helpful in in like a tricky situation i always let them know how much i appreciated their help and like that meant a lot for me just because more for me to like resonate with that being grateful in the moment because that's so hard to do sometimes when you're busy
2: a hundred percent
1: But so you definitely do all of that and you definitely probably like have tons of comments where people share stories with you all the time, which is also great and validating because it's like we're all in it together kind of thing. So that's That's
2: how I feel. Exactly.
1: So what initially got you into the influencer space or was it something that just kind of happened and you kind of went with it?
2: I was working in fashion before and it kind of was starting. This was like back in the day when Instagram, like you could actually like grow on Instagram again. Like, you know, when those days happened before TikTok, before YouTube sensations, like I just started posting daily outfits. And then all of a sudden, like this one picture of me with these blue sunglasses, like at House, like blew up. And then I was like, wait, why is this picture like getting so much traction? I was getting like 200 likes at that time. This one was getting like, it had like 1500 likes. And I was like, this is crazy. And then I started getting comments like, we want to see, like, where'd you get your sunglasses? So I started doing a lot of style-based stuff. And then it just started growing. I started putting work into it, getting photographers, shooting street style in New York when I lived there. And I kind of just piggybacked and, like, kind of snowballed. And then I got my first brand deal while I was working at Tommy Hilfiger. And at that point, it was like, okay, well, I think I can make this a career. Like, I don't want to be behind the camera. I want to be in front of the camera. So I made the jump, and I kind of took the leap of faith.
1: So because it's interesting, because I think um, and the reason why I'm asking is because I, I know a little bit of your background. So like in terms of the show, I think it's nice to see someone who kind of grew into something, not to say that it's bad if you were born into it. But what I'm saying is in terms of like connecting with an audience, there is a group of people that are in that same space that you're in that didn't just have it handed to them it it was something that developed and you continued to grow it, so like when you got the opportunity to get on this show, what was the main trigger that made you lean into it let's say like i I think this would be good because
2: well, to be honest, I like manifested like being on a reality show for so long, I can't even lie about that like. I'm not going to sit here and be like I just want like no I've always wanted to be a part of the show and I think it was last year I had done so many like I was almost going to be on Summer House um, and I turned that down like five years ago like in season one and like I got a contract and everything and I turned it down cut to the same production company did Real Friends of We All so like wow yeah so and like the they all remembered me and like you know, I had done so many things, but last year I was like, I want to be a part of like a gay Real Housewives. If they ever have it, I hope that I'm a part of it. I've always then, said that. <laughs> but two, they offered me this, you know, position. And like, I I was like, yeah, I have to do it. Like, you know, and it took such a long time. And it was such a, the, the casting process, they cast over 600 people. So like to be in the, the six of those, like I feel really lucky. And um, I know people saw that TMZ thing where I was like, um, the, the best crew won like sore losers, people are losers that didn't get it. But I didn't mean that. I just meant like, you know, you can't knock something just cause somebody else got it because there's opportunities for us all to have that eventually. And I want everyone to have the same opportunity that we got, but you know, like I'm still going to be proud of getting this position and being one of the six people on the Real Friends of WeHo because I did want it. And I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not going to downplay that.
1: Well, the, it's just a personal achievement, if anything else, because it's like, to your point, you manifested this. And yeah. I've always said that I said, they like, if there was ever if, if it ever comes to my if there's a real friends of Potomac, Maryland, I don't live in Potomac, but I live 20 minutes from there. So I will eat lunch there if necessary. So I've always been like open to that. So it is cool, though, in terms of content and reality TV that it is shifting in this direction because it's been missing for so long. Like I love real housewives. Don't get me wrong. Like all of my content is based in the world, but I always like a housewives adjacent show that is showing a different lens of life. And that's kind of what I felt this show was going to be and is because when you do watch, and I will say this, I tell people, you have to watch it. Like, you can't go off of the one promo. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I talked to you about this on your live. I think that was the wrong promo to throw out. Yeah. But nonetheless, the show has meat and potatoes in it. It's not all superficial in, like, everyone's kikiing at parties all day, every day. You know what no, I'm saying? No,
2: it's like, it's very, as you say, meat and potatoes, it's very in-depth. And that's the thing that, you know, the people that haven't watched it. And, like, now that it's gaining so much momentum, especially this week, and, like, I'm sure the third episode's going to be even bigger. But, like, there's just so much more to dive into. And you're right. Like, the promo didn't cover half of that. So I think it put maybe a bad taste in some people's mouths. But now I think the more and more people that are talking about it, the more people are watching it. The more people that watch it, and the better that this does. It gives an opportunity for everybody in different cities, different states, whatever. Like, for an opportunity to show more representation. This is just the starting off point. The first show like this doesn't have to check every box. And I think people are forgetting that. People are thinking that, oh, this show doesn't have enough representation. Well, this is just, you know, for the first step into, like, what could be. So, like, people need to give it a chance and then see, you know, their own cities. That's why I don't get the people that are not, that are writing negative things about it. Because I'm like, well, then, you know, it's not going to vote well when they come to your city. Because then I'm sure everyone's going to want to be a part of something like this.
1: Unfortunately, from what I've seen, it's, it's all people in our own community. It's like, that are really bashing crazy. it. And it's insane to me because it's like, I think I watched like a couple YouTubers and it was just like so condescending and so toxic. And I'm like, you guys are mad at the show, but you guys are acting so toxic right now. Like, what? So, is it because you don't want to deal with your own insecurities because watching it might trigger something and you don't like that? I There's feel like so it much- is very like insecure based
2: there's so much discussion on like what it is and where it comes from and if we can't see our own selves on tv because of the insecurities and like the gay shame or whatever but you know i think that it all comes down to just like for me like mentally like focusing on the positives and focusing on the positive people that are watching like you like zachary reality like the other like the people that do you two are like the biggest in the game and do this job and like you guys have liked and watch it. i think your guys' stamp of approval means a lot because you're, like, really invested in these adjacent shows. So, like, you know, I think that the more and more we have people standing up for it, which I think we should have more people standing up for it, I think the better it's going to go well and the more opportunity
1: there is to have different cities make it into more of a franchise. Um, So I want to ask, before... So when you finally signed on to do the show, you, like you're done you're ready you've got your schedule soon did you do did you do anything to prep did you watch anything did you try to get an idea for like how it could be i know it's completely different when you're actually doing it versus watching it but
2: i gotta be honest i did do some like backtrack watching of housewives just to (laughs) kind of like see i never so like when we signed on it was going to be the a-list which dorian already put in an article right now so it's not It was going to be a reboot of that. So like we were thinking, I never watched the A-list and I decided to not watch it before filming this because it was like, not really supposed to be a reboot. This was supposed to be exactly what it is. Something completely different, very uplifting and like, kind of like really like heartfelt. And that's kind of what we made. And so like, but yeah, I watched that cut too. When we started filming, I could not watch the housewives while we were filming because it just changed everything for me. Like, watching now even you just think of everything differently because you know what's going on
1: yeah no it's weird even doing commentary on it because i a lot of friends that are producers on a lot of these shows so you know like you get a different side of it and so yes watching it's always going to be entertaining at the end of the day but you you just know watching you're like i and sometimes my partner gets annoyed because i'll stop and be like you know what really happened there they cut this out but like oh this God, is actually, i do it all the time and he's just like can we just can i just watch the edits?" I can't help myself. <laughs> I don't care honestly. about what happened but no, but it's um, it is different. But like, so, what was it like for you the first day of filming? Was it? Were you nervous? What what was the vibe?
2: Well, I think I did really good my first day of filming, and they like told me I did because, like, you know, I was my first time. These other people, my other castmates have done reality TV. This was my first time having cameras in my day to day life, and I think I killed it. Like, I was very ready. I was very prepared. I think going into it, you know, I really focused on like trying to like take care of my skin and stuff because I think it was the first time that the world was going to see unfiltered Joey without the filters. And I was ready for that. I was like, you know, like people say things about it now, but I'm like proud of myself for kind of like getting over that hurdle and being able to look at myself and be like, okay, well, I love you exactly for who you are, every flaw, everything about you. And people will say what they want, but that was definitely um, something going into it that I thought about. And I, was cognizant but once once I was going in front of those cameras like I was just like I forgot they were there and nothing else mattered that's why you can't like sit there and be like the light needs to be like like perfect you can't do that you just gotta roll with it and like you're gonna film where you're gonna film and the lighting's gonna be where it's gonna be and that's kind of like the fun of it and it just was so fun for me the first day and I really really like enjoyed filming and we also had the best team so I think I kept, there was definitely some hiccups the first day like I I learned a lot I filmed for, like, 12 hours the first day.
1: Holy crap. Mm -hmm. So, was there things on, like, in terms of, like, discussions? Like, was there anything off-limits for you or any of the cast members? Did anyone say up front, like, I'm not going to talk about this, so don't ask me? Or...
2: I can't speak for their cast, but I would say if anybody had, like, an issue, it would probably be, like, Dorian. But, like, for me, I was an open book. I was, like, there's no skeletons, like... Um, ask me anything. Like, I think that's what makes a good show. You have to be honest and you have to be vulnerable. And like I think most of us were. And for me personally, I was like very open book. I mean, I said that getting to know me was like taking a big dick. So yeah, I was very open.
1: Uh no, it's great. It's fantastic. So let's talk about episode two, because you 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 get emotional. Um, you and Todrick have a conversation about you and Dorian's altercation at your engagement party. So, first of all, let's talk about the because I I did not realize that that was going to continue when the episode you one ended. you Team Joey,
2: Georgia. are you Team Joey? Yeah.
1: yeah so I was like, wait, there's yeah. more to this. There's like, there's a lot of you know, like you know, I love when the cameras you can see them moving back and forth because you guys were like, because you were walking away, then you were like, actually, no, one more thing, and it was just like, a, there was also. Like, so much more, like beyond. Oh, I can imagine. I said that. So I said they cut out things. A lot.
2: <laughs> there were so many things, but it's such a short season, so like, of course, they can't show everything. But there were so many more. There were so many different things that happened that night, and we didn't know what was going to be put in and cut out. But like, I think that was a good way of getting to the gist of it. But like, there was a lot that like was missed in that scene, and, and like you, like it, it just kind of went on and on.
0: Um, and that's why there was
1: so much anger. No, I, I mean, was angry. it was clear, but it didn't feel like forced anger either. Like it didn't, at least in my opinion, guys. I will tell you the truth.
0: Oh, bro, I don't know if I'm in trouble. <clears throat> this show was not supposed to be fighting. Like there was not supposed to be, trouble. we were very clearly told like, it was supposed to be
2: uplifting and happy and whatever, you know, but like, you know, getting six gay guys together, I think it's inevitable, but like we were told like, this is not supposed to be drama, whatever. I could, I just like, well, I was so upset that night and I couldn't help myself with that. You know, this was also the first time we were all getting to know each other. Um, Mm -hmm. And unfortunately I just couldn't handle my emotions, which has been a very big issue of mine for a while. So it's something I need to work on, but you see me in the camera in episode one, when I, when I hear like someone's talking about my friends, I'm very protective over my friends, I look at the camera and I'm like, "What the fuck is about to go go on? Yeah. I'm immediately angry, angry, and my whole body language changed. I go like this, so like i was I could not help it, and the things that they cut out about the things he was saying and how rude he was to me got me to that level because I wanted to go up and just nip it in the bud, like I said in the episode, like i the last thing I wanted to do was like have this stupid freaking fight and talk about his Zara cardigan, which I think it still was Zara, but whatever. Um, So, you know, it was not, that was like real true emotions happening real time. And I couldn't help myself. And seeing it back, of course, I've learned some stuff about myself. And, you know, but that part of Joey has existed for a very long time. Like my friends have known me for 15 years watching like, oh yeah, like you've done that a million times.
1: That's always a good sign is when people, you know, watch you on TV and say, yep, that's exactly how you are. That's, That's exactly w- feedback. because that, but that only comes from being just you and authentically yourself. And yes, I think what a lot of people don't realize too, is you do have to lean in a little bit more guys into your personalities for the cameras. Just like, thank you. You can't just be sitting there staring back and forth at each other and not have any, we're here to work. People I'm sure I made it
2: easy for, for while we were filming because I'm very, like, over... I think since filming, I've actually, like, learned to, like, okay, relax. <laughs> but I think, like, during filming, I made it easy because, like, that is Joey. Like, who you're seeing this over-the-top extra person. And I think people that don't really know me don't get that when watching because, like, my friends are just like, oh, yeah. Like, my friends from, like, high school and college are texting me, being like, we still saw Joey. Like, that's who you are. So I think it's like the opposite. I'm like, I think I probably made it very easy because you're right. You do have to lean into the personality. I don't think I had to lean in very much. I think I could kind of just like, because I, I have these really strong emotions towards things that I have. I'm very opinionated about a lot of things and I don't regret being opinionated on. There's definitely the right place, right time. Like I maybe could have had a different conversation with Dorian at a different time off camera when I was pissed off. But like, I'm not that person. I just, I don't, I have a timing issue.
0: <laughs>
1: But you know what, if that if that happened, that's real. And if that would have been at your engagement party with no cameras and someone, maybe not even Dorian, maybe someone new was brought to that party and the same thing happened, that would have probably happened there too. So it's just like, it's 100%. not like, I'm just saying that because this engagement party was not just thrown together for the show. You guys had been planning this for a while and it just so happened that the show started to film when it was getting close to the time of you doing it. Correct. Cause I almost didn't terrifying. film the engagement party. People are just running amok with the whole, like, Oh, they're just the production staged everything from every party you saw just to get them all in the same place. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense because I do recall you even talking about engagement party before, before filming, so, like, before like, the, the show, to, like you talk about stuff. So it's like, what do you guys, how did we get here? This was actually
2: supposed to be like done without cameras. And like, it was very last minute. Like, can we film the engagement party? This engagement party was happening, done, signed, sealed, delivered. And then they're like, can we film it? And like, have it be like an all cast? I was like, yeah, sure. But like, guaranteed, I can guarantee you if Jen would have come up and told me that someone was talking about my friends with or without cameras, knowing me,
1: same shit would have happened.
0: Probably even worse.
1: Totally. So let's let's talk about your conversation with Todrick because Todrick... I guess, wanted to explain to you about, I guess, Dorian's social anxiety in the moment, or maybe he didn't feel comfortable. And what in that moment, because I'm sure maybe that has shifted a bit now, but in that moment, what were you feeling, or what did you take from Todrick, like, in that moment? Did you feel like you understood or well, it was
2: very emotional honey we it was the night yeah. after the engagement party it was very, the morning after the engagement party it was very hungover so i was very feeling the emotions running high and i just already had felt bad because i ruined people's times and people probably saw me and were like the whole cast was right we all knew we weren't supposed to like be doing drama they're probably like, what the fuck is this and so i felt bad and i i think you know Todric saying you know like a black person an all white environment for me. Like, I don't think it had anything to do with that, but it was a great point. And it was something I had to keep my ears open to and like, just know you're right. I, I don't, I'll never understand how that would feel. So I felt awful, but the crying part was crying, me actually crying about like being insecure about a lot of things. Cause Dorian had been on camera, like screaming, talking about like a lot of bullshit about my house, about the decorations, of the party, about the, Which, by the way, the the decorations at the party were beautiful, gorgeous. It was like an oyster, champagne bar. It was a a beautiful party. It was just like really hitting an insecurities I have. And I was talking about how my insecurities were about like how I don't feel comfortable and confident in myself 100% of the time. That's why I was crying. And I just had broken down at the end of the conversation by that point. Because I felt bad. I felt like the cast members weren't going to want to film with me after this because of how intense this, this is. And I do think some of them were scared of me after that. I mean, you know, episode two. I wasn't very much a part of episode two, Um, so I think people were kind of doing their own thing, and um, so I was just sad. I think Todrick was trying to be a good friend, but Todrick was still. Me and Todrick are like this now, but during that time, he was a little uneasy about me.
1: In the because of that, or just in general, I
2: don't know. I think that we had to during that conversation. We had to stop filming for a lot because. He kept being like, I don't know if you're being like, and I was like, I don't know if you're being real. And I was like, fuck all the camera. Like we both had to be like, fuck all the camera. I was like, let's have a real conversation. And when we said that and we stuck, cause like we needed to feel out each other. Cause like when you're filming and you haven't spent that much time with someone, you want to make sure that these convos are real. So what they took from the conversation was like, dead ass, real ass. Like, did you have fun? I want to make sure that you're feeling welcome. And that's why me and Todrick are so close. Like, you know, we all hang out so much now. Like we love each other and it's like become a family, but during filming, it's hard to get there when you have cameras around it, you have to kind of be like no bullshit. And I think for them, they had to make sure that, you know, it was annoying. Sometimes I'm not going to lie filming with some people and people being like, I want to fuck the cameras and blah, blah, I'm like, stop breaking the fourth wall and just go into the scene. And let's just like be real and be ourselves and be authentic. And I think some people were having a hard time doing that.
1: Do you, So I'm, I haven't, obviously episode three comes out on Friday, but I see that we're, we're having a scene where I guess James calls you out for, I guess. I just got chills. This, so it seemed like it comes up a lot, like people referencing being on the show. I hear James calling you out for wanting this to like, you want to be the star of the show or whatever he said. And then obviously we've already broken the fourth wall with interviews because we had to discuss like everyone's view on getting on the show. So what was that happening a lot? I haven't seen the third episode, so I don't know what's cut,
2: but something happens. I have chills. Something definitely happens. I don't fucking care, whatever. There's people on the show that are being real and authentic, and there's people on the show that I think, you know, were definitely way too guarded. And it's annoying when you're all trying to get to know each other. And when we do take this cash trip, this episode, we're like bonding. Like the ones who are bonding are bonding. And we are having, that trip was like so epic. We all had such a good time, genuinely so much fun. And then there's some people that just didn't want to have a good time and didn't want to let go. And it got frustrating for everybody. And I think you'll see that in this episode of just like the frustration. It's like, well, then why are you doing this? And It'll be interesting to see what they cut and we can have a discussion after episode three comes out because I don't know. But, you know, I, like I said, I'm very upfront and honest. Like, I don't want there to be, I'm just like, again, maybe at the wrong times, bitch, but like, I don't want, it's not fun to like let your whole life out on camera and then someone else doesn't want to do the same. I'd be like, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. We can't take that. Then what do you want to talk about? Rainbows and smiles? Like, you know, when we're all getting deep and
1: there's one person that's not getting deep, it's frustrating. So do you feel like maybe some people thought this would just be a good way to promote something of theirs? And then when it got to like the real work where you had to have more vulnerable scenes, then it was like, oh, I'm not doing that.
2: Yeah, and it's like, well, at the end of the day, you signed signed a piece of paper that basically tells you like, be authentic, be vulnerable. Nothing is off limits and go for it. And like, you know, I feel like people like Todrick had a lot to cover. And he was like also someone who was like, all, all out. Let's go. Ask me, ask me about everything. Let's touch every scandal. And the people that don't really have any, like, are like, we can't touch this. We can't. I'm like, what are you so paranoid for? And those people are still paranoid. And it's like,
0: you know, I wonder why I sign
2: up for a show if you're going to be feeling like you don't want to talk about everything. And you're like, well, my mom didn't show up for the show. Well, then sign up for the show. But you did, and you can't just say you don't want to talk about it. And I feel like for me, it was just like, oh frustrating and i am a very no bullshit person so you're definitely gonna see that
1: yeah see i would feel this i would feel frustrated i tell my neighbor everything so why i don't care i'll tell my audience everything there's nothing ask me whatever you want i'm not someone that's like i'm not answering that or i'm not talking about like it's annoying and when you're in the middle of a scene and someone's like wait wait wait
2: we can't do this i know yeah (laughs) So, and like, I know other people are frustrated about that about other casts, you know, like... Yeah, it happens like, a lot. Do your thing, and we all sign the same fucking thing, so let's all do the same thing. Equal work, because it's not fair when everyone's showing up for work and somebody won't show up. So, this is going to, obviously, I think it's a six-episode season. You always ask me that, and I can't tell you how many, I can't tell you how many episodes.
1: I feel like I read that somewhere. Anyways, so it is a shorter season, but I feel like they'll make it longer, because the storylines are there for sure. So I, there's I would.
2: There's so much that was cut out of episode two that's so frustrating. I actually just found out something that I filmed is like cut and it's like a big work thing and it has to do. It just, you never know like how they're gonna, like because we filmed so much and there's so much to get to in such a short season. So,
0: um, you know, hopefully there's a season two, bitch.
1: No, I'm manifesting a season two for you guys because that's where it really gets fun
2: because then people get to know us and yeah exactly for sure i'm manifesting that i'm doing that i'm lucky
1: so what's new in the business world what are you working on what's on your plate this
2: week i'm launching my merch so we're actually going to either do it tomorrow or friday it's my hoodies and then above that it's just my usual brand deals stuff like that but also coming out with more skincare things that are true to my brand and you'll be able to shop it all like on my website so it'll be easier but the hoodies are fire i wear them in the episodes um i wear like everything is gonna be okay in episode one and then there's another one that i'm gonna launch tomorrow or friday that's very dope and i have like the coolest picture i'm excited
1: well Um, i love me a hoodie so
2: it's well i got you though
1: no i mean like i'll I'll, i would be purchasing hoodies because i buy them well i started buying them more in the pandemic but i do love a good hoodie this is
2: like my third hoodie i've done three merch drops this will be my third merch drop
1: and they're all good no it's good it makes a difference when it's like a high quality hoodie you know what i'm saying like some people try to do that like real thin like cotton and then you get not, it and you're like doing, no ma'am not this not is a t-shirt fair, with a hood on it i don't need this <laughs> we're not doing
2: that honey we're doing high quality but comfortable too like i want the hoodies to be really comfortable and wearable and like loungy because that's what i like like the one you know like you go into your closet and you're, like i want just like a quick hoodie to throw on and not have to think about it and i want to make those not the hoodies you're like that's a little constricting that doesn't really feel good that's not comfortable none of that but,
1: also, a good hoodie can like switch up real quick. So I could throw on a pair of like ripped jeans, extra long, with a boot, a leather jacket, and head out the door. And that's still the Joey like... like that yeah. Z World hoodie, honey. That is the Joey Z World hoodie. Um. So speaking of housewives, earlier I know you said you couldn't watch the show, but do you watch it? Have you been like, do you? Of course. You have favorites. I mean, Beverly Hills has always been my favorite.
2: I'm obviously loving Salt Lake City because I'm best friends with Meredith, and I love her, and I think it's a great season. I love her I feel bad, you know, with everything going on with Jen, but I, you know, it is what it is. Um, I am loving Miami this season. It's so juicy. It's so good. Lisa has become, like, my favorite. I feel like she's my girl. Like, I can't get enough of it. I really love Larsa. I think people, I think people give Larsa, like poor little Larsa such a hard time.
1: I love her. Listen, someone's gotta be petty, Betty. okay? I. And if somebody is not, then we're not gonna show. I try to explain to people, I think it must be, so she's, if not whole, like 100% Lebanese, half. I'm Greek. Yeah. When she gets in those moments, like it, it is petty, like someone will be like, I really feel uncomfortable the, from the last time we had an interaction. She's like, Really, because that's crazy. I heard you slept with everyone in your hospital. Starts, but... Zero to 100. And I'm like, okay, where the fuck is this coming from? But she's, like,
0: she's like, something about
2: the, it's, it's crazy. And she has, all, she digs up all this shit. And I'm like, where are you finding out this? But I guess if it's anyone to find out the tea, it's Larsa.
1: It kills me, but we need a Larsa on like there's you can't not have that. That's like that part of video, the was jam. it you that did the video that was like Larsa, Larsa,
2: Larsa or something like that. Someone made a video and it was about her dating like Harry Jowsey or something like a very long time ago. I don't know.
1: Maybe. Maybe I did I did I did one I don't know I did a couple on them. It's weird, like people don't there's a lot of people that will watch it because it's on Peacock and they don't want to pay for the like subscription. The peacock sub, the
2: peacock subscription. I don't get that. It's like two ninety nine people.
1: Right. I mean, right? That's it's not season. it's not Netflix price. And I try That's to cool. sell it. People always get I on me Brian. like we use Brian's Netflix. How much is Netflix? Like isn't it like $15 at this point oh. I think Netflix is? It's insane. It's stupid. Because this oh is God, why Peacock's even- good, though. Because Peacock, you have a full library of all the Housewives, honey, from season one all the way up, right there, ready to stream. So that $3, you're That's getting- why I watch Potomac, too. I watch it on Peacock. Because it comes on the next day and you have less ads. Exactly.
2: That's what I wonder with our show, because it's available on um, Apple TV and iTunes now, but... Last week, there was a delay with the second episode, so I hope this week they'll be quicker with getting the episode on right after Friday. But people need to watch on Friday and tune in after RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't understand
1: you know the, why you know the it, it comes right on. It's it comes literally right, on, right on. on. You were already going to sit on for 30 minutes more anyway, bitch. You can wait. Talks, you could wait. I mean, I think this episode and this week, I think people will definitely wait
2: because I think it starts off with like just... I'm guessing it'll go into it because it won't be so much like backtrack of like last week. It'll be more like
1: we're in the the, the meat and the potatoes, as you like to say, of it all this week. Yeah, and you I guys think, are like, comfortable definitely... now. You guys are going to be able to like say things and not be like, not that you guys have been. I feel like it's been genuine interactions thus far, but now it's like, okay, enough of this. Like what's really it, going it really on, gets... girl? real like this
2: starting like now it's like there's no more like getting to know each other and it's like how have you been like let me tell you your life story it's more like okay we're all hanging out all the time at this point and we're like now going on a trip together and like if people aren't getting along it's time to like buckle up I have a scene in this week and I'm like like gearing up to see it because I had to like it's just I don't know how it's going to go down and how it's going to be received because you don't know how they're going to but it's you don't know what's going to make it because you film for hours. They can't put a whole episode on one scene. So you have to see, but I'm very nervous for this
1: week, um, but it should be good. Did you ever get nervous having the mic pack on ever?
0: Girl, like nervous that
2: I was going to have a <laughs> hot mic moment. Of course. Like I was very, cause I'm like housewives to the core fan. So I was always aware and I would always tell everybody else, especially at my engagement party. I had like a few of my friends were mic'd and like, well, obviously Jen was, but like a few of my friends were mic'd and like, I was just like, be careful because like they pick up all the audio, it's all recorded. So like, I was definitely very aware while we were filming. I mean, a cast trip is so different. I don't think people understand because you are filming sun up to sundown. There's no like you go home and take a break and go to a second scene somewhere else in LA. Like cast trips are very, so you, you go back to your room and you're kind of tired. So like you still have the mic pack on and you're like on the phone with someone or something talking about something like, Oh shit. And the thing people don't know is there's not really a way to turn the mics. The mics are kind of always on. You should always, you have to like unscrew it. It's a whole thing. But like, I was again in open books, so I'm like, nothing they would hear would be like, I'm not really talking shit about my, like, you know, I, I very say it to your face as you can see. And that's what Brad says in the interviews yesterday. Like the one thing that me and him were really good about is we never talked off camera While we are filming the season, we all, you know, me and Brad like really respected that of each other because, like, it just fucks it up when you go to film a scene and you've already had like a kiki with someone else outside. So, like, the biggest thing, and he said that on the Real Friends of MTV Instagram yesterday, they posted him saying that, like, just don't talk off camera because it makes our job so true.
1: No, it's so true. That's when you start to see where this conversation's been had like three or four times, it seems, but now we're filming it and it's not the same. So they do tell you a lot of producers will keep castmates from hanging out until cameras are there because you they want to catch want it. Us.
2: Yeah, like we're not going to be trying to do that. And the other thing is also like, imagine if like, I when I heard that shit about Dorian when he said about me about being an influencer and shit like that, what Curtis told me, naturally like, you know, I would, like, what would have happened if I would have been like what, like you
1: know? It would know? have been a Lisa Barlow moment maybe. Well, maybe there will be one throughout the. Season. The last thing we need is like, well, that was crazy. A good hot mic moment, but <laughs> I don't think I'd want to be the hot mic moment. I just enjoy watching other people go off on their mic.
2: But... Me too, because it's so like chills in your spine. You're like, what is
1: going on? You're like, do they know? <laughs> is this for real? But they give you the raw audio, so you hear the mic pack moving against the shirt while it's happening. Which so is the best. So raw and real so if it's you on that audio that is probably the cringiest thing to have to because you know they're going to keep replaying it over and over so it's like I would be deathly afraid I was always very very aware to mind my
2: P's and Q's and there's no whispering about anything when your mic is on like you just gotta like say that's why I'm like do you think that um, Lisa's husband do you think his hot mic moment I'm like why would you be whispering about this you know it's going to get picked up on the thing was it like a sign
1: for her like he knew that that was gonna get picked up i think he really he's not invested in the show at all he literally just shows up they mic him or he just is walking around the house like he normally is doing like whatever but i think in this moment i think he thought whispering was gonna not get it picked up when we know like, the mics every those time. mics pick up a pin dropping in a bar so oh, yeah. like you can whisper as softly as you want. And that's why they, they can jack up the, they can go in the editing room and make it sound like it, he was talking, which it does sound like he was talking normal, but he probably wasn't. And he I was think like, they, accidentally,
0: like
1: they accidentally went through his audio, not really looking for anything because the footage they had wasn't, was just background stuff. This is what my source told me. And they were like, wait, what is this? And they like, turned it up and they were like holy shit
0: shit."
1: yeah so they like probably the producer's dream oh absolutely i mean a dream and nightmare because whoever lisa's producer is probably was like oh now i gotta tell her which i wouldn't want to be that person but i i'm like i'm rooting for lisa i think everyone is she has like a lot of new gay best friends online because of this whole thing
2: Oh my god! I just sparked something else. It's so funny. I, I'm like, I'm excited to see what happens in this week's episode because, like, you just never know what's like put in and out. But there was like so many things that because we all have like our our person with us. You know what I mean? Like, and they kind of handle. And so it's just funny to see like the other dichotomy
1: and like how other people were treating everyone else. So I got this question, and I actually, it's not really a question, but some people were asking that do have partners. How was that experience? A getting your partner, who's um, not in this world, if you will. How did how did that conversation go? Was it cool with him? Was there stipulations? Well, he had to go through a lot of like a, like just because of his job and stuff. He had to get it like approved.
2: Like there was a whole process. It wasn't just like let me sign the contract and I'm on. So like you know, I was nervous. And like once they met us, both of us, they were like interested in both of our story and our. And our love together, they weren't just interested in like just me, so it was kind of like now it's become like a package, so like mm-hmm. he had to go through a lot, so it meant a lot that he was like able to come on and he was willing to ask for the approval from like the highest person up in his business and stuff like that. So I think for him, it was a big deal, but then once he started doing it, he really started to enjoy it, and he like loved being a part of it, and he loved kind of being my sounding board and my support and um, you know, it kind of helped to strengthen our communication in a way, because when we were talking on camera, like we weren't trying to be like better or worse or anything for like the cameras. We were just how we would be day to day at home. And, you know, I think he started to like enjoy it. Like he would come home, but it was a lot for him. He would come home from work and there was a camera crew here and he'd have to like get changed, put on a mic and like start going to a scene. And like, you know, he, it was a lot, but he really, really enjoyed it. And it kind of helped to strengthen
1: our relationship in a way. Definitely the communication. I would say it's like getting paid to go through therapy and just have it filmed. That's what it feels like in my mind.
2: Well, this whole process was intensive therapy for me. It was like fucking four months of just therapy. And like, I learned a lot about myself. And I'm still learning watching back the episodes, you know? Like, people are like, it's editing. But like, regardless, you filmed it, you said it, you were mm-hmm. there. So like, nothing that, nothing, you know, I don't want to speak too soon, but like, so far, like you know, I'm still learning so much about myself, so it's still like therapy.
1: So episode three comes out on Friday. Friday 9 p.m.
2: MTV. YouTube, that's right, TV, guys. Kayla, right or...
1: after Drag Race. Right after.
2: Right after. So, and it's a really just good sit episode.
1: sit there and just wait. Don't get up. Don't just wait. Like
2: just don't. Don't
1: you know? It's it's worth it. Totally. No, I. In all honesty, guys, it you if you haven't watched go binge it. There's two episodes out now. You can stream them. Um, Perfect time to binge. Yeah, and I always say this, too, with new shows, Joey, like, with people that are like, ugh, I don't feel like starting a new show and getting to know new people, I always say, then wait until, like, three or four episodes have dropped, then go pick a day that you can binge four to five hours of TV, and go binge it, because that's the best way to get into a new show, in my opinion, is to not that's do... What people people. Say. Because then you get you lose the momentum. Like at least if you hit four episodes at once, you're like, oh, "Okay, I like this. I'm going to be back for sure next." Like, you know what I'm saying?
2: That's what people say. I know a lot of people wait to see like the whole season before they start to like binge oh, it. Like, that. that's why a lot of like reality shows now like drop all at once. So once it's all out, you know. But I think it's kind of exciting like waiting for the week to like see the new thing because we don't do that anymore. So it, it adds like a new level to it. I love it. Listen, there's a lot of, like, moving parts with an ensemble cast. So, like, everybody has to, like, it's, like, a whole new thing. And, like, we don't have the
0: easiest ensemble cast of people. Let me just say that. (laughs) Keep saying that. Is that because everyone's,
1: like, a big personality, you mean? No, people just think they're better, like Torian.
2: I mean, like, people just, it's just, yeah, like, people have bigger personalities. I have a big personality, but I'm a team player, and, like, that's just what everyone needs to be when they go on TV, I think. I think being a team player takes you very far in this in this world, and it makes your life and everybody else's around you, like, easier. And, like, I'm an influencer. Like, I, I've been in this, like, entertainment world for so long. Like, I always want to try and be, like, my best and easy to work with and funny and make people feel comfortable, because we're all trying to do
1: a job. Yeah so then watching the episodes back at least the scenes that you're in do you feel like it feels the way it felt when you left the scene like and i'm not saying a scene no. to make it sound like a production no. i'm saying like the actual conversation like that uh. moment with you and Tajik. did it watching it back did it feel the way it felt in the moment or like you know what i'm trying to say
0: no yeah no i think about this
2: all the time i think the me and todrick scene felt exactly the same way as i watching it back i felt the emotion i felt the same way i felt it was kind of like ooh, but like for instance like the furniture shop with curtis like with my jolly green giant outfit i called it after that scene i was like oh my god i was like that's never gonna make i was like mortified after that scene i was so like what the fuck why is someone joining the show that doesn't like me like why is that i was like so pissed off i didn't think that it was gonna be but then i actually loved that scene and going back to it it was one of my favorite scenes so far um but i'm sure for the same same way um but obviously the fight didn't seem like anything like it felt in the moment i was so much more you know because i was so angry like some of it doesn't even like the ways that i'm approaching him like don't even feel like real they feel like i'm like starting it for no but i was so upset in that moment i was like so pissed off so like that scene for instance did not feel the way that it felt in the moment watching it back because i'm like it doesn't even look like i was that pissed but i was so livid it ruined my i mean it ruined my night and like i was like it was very an important night for me and it was just sad and like after the cameras left and stuff i was just like really bummed out with my friends and stuff because brian does not like drama honey brian doesn't like yelling screaming and like that was like you know it was an
1: upsetting thing so watching
2: it back was definitely disappointing.
1: So in those moments, because I do see there is a there is a part where he is telling you, like, you told me before, like, he said to you, like, you weren't going to let this get to you. You weren't going to let any of this get to you. And you're like, I need to, like, basically feel what I'm feeling right now. You need to take your logic somewhere else. <laughs> take your logic somewhere else. And that's very real us, you know, like, he's
2: always, and you'll see that hopefully throughout the season, like, you'll see a lot more of me and Brian's, like, interactions because like he's kind of like the one that calms me down and like keeps me like grounded and i think that's what he was trying to do at the engagement party but the engagement party i was so enthralled i was like no 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 like i can't even listen to you so like i i was like that to everyone you don't see a lot a lot of people try to come up and like i was just very very
1: upset that night well rightfully so i mean that was something that again you planned before the show and now it's here and Yes, the show. And we chose to film it
2: last minute. So, like, yeah.
1: But it seems like everything's going up and up, though. Because I, every, I mean, I know it's only been two weeks. But focusing on the positive, I'm getting more feedback of people being like, you know what, I went back and watched. And actually, you're right. It's different. It's not what I thought it was going to be. It does feel
2: like it's getting more, more and more every week. It feels like traction. Like, I don't know. It feels like the more people are watching it, the more people are like, Liking it because I think the first episode was intros. The second episode, you're really getting into the meat of
1: it, and now like now we're like full fucking throttle. I think. No, I'm excited for it, and I hope that you guys do get renewed for season two because that, like I said, will be Me too. When I the hope you will, will really start, and you'll get like a bigger budget for cast trips, <laughs> and then you'll you know what I mean. So it'll be good, and it'll be good for like you said earlier, opening doors in other cities because there is room for that in other areas. Er- right. You're not saying that we are the only show and franchise and we own No, this and this space. is the only like, representation
0: of the gay
2: community. Of course not. No, starting off not at point all. And jumping off I don't point. feel
1: that. I personally don't feel that way. I don't feel like you guys are speaking for every single... You can't. We're I mean, speaking can't. for like,
2: ourselves and showing a day-to-day that's something other than Drag Race, and that should be <laughs> celebrated and a beautiful thing to like see a different part of our community. And Hopefully this is a jumping-off point for different kind of you know, inclusion and, like, visibility, period.
1: It's just interesting that you put a gay show behind another successful gay show, you would think people would be like, okay, it was just, like, whatever. But Not I just think much, slowly... But it's like you never thought it
2: was going to be like this. Like, whoa. No, but
1: I think I think people are just... There's a mixed bag of feelings. I think most people that are pissed probably would want to be in that situation
2: a hundred percent
1: then there's another group of people that feel that if you're gonna put yourself on reality tv then you need to be i don't know dumb yourself down don't feel good about yourself so that you don't make me feel bad about myself that's yes kind of like
0: oh my god not that's- my responsibility
1: and like
2: we've all been there and felt that way and just because you don't see our stories like i was broke living in a fucking rat infested apartment in new york city and like i hustled my way to here but like You know, just because you don't see that, it's like, what? we're supposed to just act like we're still like, you know, no one's trying to be like, at least I'm not trying to be like, I'm there yet. But I have so much further to go in my career. But like, you know, like give it a chance, like and see yourselves and see it as like an inspiring thing. You know, it's not like anyone's saying, like, I don't want to be like them when I grow up. It's like, well, you know, there's definitely inspirational stories that are coming up too.
1: No, I like that. And I also, I feel like maybe people were probably... Surprise that maybe you weren't just like this for instagram and tiktok and whatnot and that this is kind of your day-to-day real mantra in life yeah. and this is what you live and breathe so it's not like you're just getting up and being like okay let me write down what i'm gonna tell my audience today like it's coming exactly. to you naturally is what i'm saying it feels 100
2: percent. it's definitely coming to me naturally
1: i think i'm a natural i mean no you are you're made for like you are made for the show that means the world. No, it does. That's like the, that's I
2: think... the feedback I get. It makes me feel good because I'm like, I to me, like I don't think the other castmates feel this way, but I can't speak for them. But for me, it's such a big like step, and I like, I'm so proud of it. I'm just excited to be part of it. It's funny, like I am proud of the way I see myself. So you know, it's just I'm just keeping on that train. I'm just excited, and I'm just proud of myself for for being a part of it.
1: Well, you know, honey, it's the year of the number seven, which means. Everything that we've been manifesting is going to start coming into fruition, girl, and it's going to be hey, bigger girl. than what we thought. That's what I heard. So I think that's what's happening here. But honestly, like, oh. congrats to you because Thank this you is so a big much. thing for you. And it's going to be huge for you down the road, no matter what. This, this is just is the beginning. i to be it, Totally. It's totally And thanks the for being
2: so positive and, you know, not worrying about speaking up about it throughout the haters and stuff. I know, like, you know, on a platform, it's just, you you already know that and it, announced, but I think more people should speak up about loving it and liking it and following it because I think it's an
1: important show. I think people are scared, too, if I'm honest. I they think are. they're secretly loving it. They just don't want to come out and say it because then people are like, oh my god, you watch that show? Who's of paying course. you? I mean, if I get one course. more DM, it's like, how much did MTV pay you? And it's like, zero, girl. Zero, zero girl, we love it. <laughs> but maybe, maybe, maybe the reunion maybe next season, who knows? If listen is... i don't tempt me because then i might have to come host it if you guys well if i, to if I have it out, a recommendation okay? honey I i'm just saying my i have feet. some questions no but listen i really enjoy uh you coming on my podcast i really appreciate it i know you're super of busy
0: of course but it's um probably. i
1: do love the show and i love what you're bringing to the table i love that you're sharing your life with us because i think you know it's an important story to tell and i think there's so many people that can relate to it and i can relate to so many pieces of it um so no thanks for being open and and vulnerable and sharing your life with a bunch of strangers that you know
2: always always down you know? for that Um, You'll have to come you'll
1: have to come back on the podcast maybe towards the end when the show is actually wrapped and you you've seen everything I would love
2: to have some more information for you on stuff I would love to please
1: absolutely and then before we go let us know um, where we can find the show what time it comes on all that fun stuff.
2: So The Real Friends of WeHo is on every Friday at 9 p.m. on MTV. Afterwards, you can find it on Apple TV or iTunes. Just ser- search The Real Friends of WeHo. It's on YouTube TV, too. Um, on MTV channel, you can just get MTV. Philo, it's everywhere, girl. Get it.
1: Every Friday, 9 p.m., MTV. And we don't have to do this, but where can people find you on the socials?
2: At Joey Zausig for everything. At Joey Zausig on TikTok, Instagram, follow me. And you did mention you're doing a merch drop, yes? Yes, I'm posting that in my feed tomorrow or Friday. It'll be joeyzazak.com. And all the merch will be available on that page. I hope you guys love it. And it's
1: dope. So I'm excited for you guys to see. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Joey. I can't wait to do this again. Thank I you talk so much soon. for having
0: me. I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye.
1: You, bye.